my anxiety started there. I started when I would be driving Jules, like I wouldn't be able to breathe. And mm -hmm. like, I felt like my throat was closing up and I'm mm -hmm. like, what the fuck? But I was just so entrenched in fear, but I didn't, but I, but like, I didn't want to say anything to anybody because I didn't want them to, you know, I spent 2022 getting bullied severely, severely internet bullied and harassed um, to the point where big brands no longer wanted to work with me because they believed the shit online. You know, I lost a lot of money in my business. I shut down myself mentally. I was done. The ultimate compliment is to be considered an asset by those who know you. But what exactly does that mean? And how do we get there? I believe that there is a less discussed approach to becoming a person of value, a person who is successful, respected by others, and fulfilled. It's somewhere between the hustle culture and the ease and flow of manifestation. This podcast is designed to be a resource for the ambitious, the relentless, and the rare who are breaking societal norms, going against the grain, and are open to unconventional practices as we study what it takes to be a true asset in every area of life. My hope is that you'll find this podcast unique and like it enough to share it with a friend and maybe even one day join us at one of our in-person events. Enjoy. You guys, I'm super, super excited to have a conversation today um, with this girl, I met her in a coaching program and um, her name is Julie. She's going to introduce herself to you. And this, this is going to be a little bit of just a conversation. I'm going to ask her some questions, but the thing is, is that Julie and I align on a lot of things and we're both entrepreneurs, but we all, but we believe in things that are deeper. We enjoy deeper conversations. So today's episode really is, um, a conversation and we felt like you know what we just want to sit down and record it because maybe somebody will relate to this maybe this could inspire somebody else and so that's what we're hoping uh this episode does jules can you introduce yourself to everybody hey guys my name's julie i uh i'm an owner of a fitness studio that's about to take over the world um that's the mission anyway uh, I'm on a yoga studio. Um, and what else do I have? I have real my, estate. my real estate that I do. And, uh, the biggest thing for me is my nonprofit, um, that I have to give back to, uh, families in, in the NICU. And we were just, and the thing is, is we were just, just chatting about it. And I said, wait a minute, I got to press record. Julie, tell me a little bit more about your nonprofit. Uh, so it's called the 527 Foundation because that's uh, my kid's birthday. They were originally, uh, their due date was April, no, not April, August 4th, and they were born May 27th. So they were two and a half months premature. Uh, they were born, they were born and they both had to be resuscitated. One of them took five minutes to bring back. The other one, it took seven minutes to bring back. Um, they had holes in their hearts, collapsed lungs. Um, all, just all kinds of, you know, they, they were on breathing tubes, Dang. IVs for, you know, all the things. Um, and it's pretty, it's a pretty wide experience to go to walk into a, into this big room and, and see, you know, these little tiny humans and you can't even like, you can't even hold them. Right. Because they're so fragile. Um, so it's wild. It's wild. And it's, it's like not something that you 
of course you can sit and you can explain like this is what I saw or show pictures this is what it was but unless you've been in that situation it doesn't you don't you can't fully understand it yeah so it's a good thing I mean it's a good for you to point out and say that because I'm trying to understand right but I have no idea but I can feel your vibe and uh, that's that's got to be one of the toughest things you've ever gone through yeah. And it's like, you know, you, you sit there in these, in these rooms and you, you see your kids, like my son, I wasn't allowed to hold my son for three days. He was in the little, I call them the hub boxes. Right. So he was in the little hub box, my daughter, seven days before I was allowed to hold her. Um, but like you're in there and this is what, this is what did it for me. We were sitting there one night, me, me and my ex and uh, the nurse came in and said, Hey, you know, there's, we have donations of books. And this was, this was a book. Um, they gave us a book and we would literally sit next to, we'd have to switch rooms because they couldn't put the kids in the same room. Um, so they gave me a book and we would sit and read this book every single night. Mm. And then uh, when they were finally able to get into what they call the open air cribs and, and put the kids together so they could lay together because the bonding, you know, the bonding being in the womb together yeah. helps them. Um, when they bring them out, and put them in the hot boxes, they had like these little knitted hats that people had made. Right. And it seems so in, insignificant, but like when you're sitting there and you're like, you don't know what's going to happen. These little things mean like the world to you. So as soon as I was able, as soon as I got out of there, I was like, man, this is what I'm, this is what I need to do. And what can I do to make this happen? So what I'm doing is my fitness studio. Well, it's, it's, I call it a fitness studio, but I've, I've changed directions and it's a whole wellness studio now. So we offer hit classes, we have yoga classes, we have recovery as in like saunas and, and cold plunges, um, and then a mindset course. So what I'm doing now is I'm switching from a for-profit business to a for-purpose business. So a dollar amount of every membership every month goes into that foundation to be able to create these little bags that we can give back to every family in the NICU. Wow. So- Where's your, for the people who don't know, where's this studio going to be? Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. And then, and then you own a, you own a yoga studio. I do. Yeah, man. Right, right in the same area. Uh, I have a yoga studio um, that is the oldest yoga studio in Columbus. It's been around 23, 22 years. Um, and it is like the educational hub of yoga. So like, if you want to be a yoga teacher or you just want to expand your yoga knowledge, you, you go there. Um, and we're like, we actually just launched our, relaunched our 300 hour program. Um, and then we're relaunching a new 200 hour program in the fall. So wow, we're excited. And then we'll be doing all other teachings like education on, you know, prenatal yoga. So we can have teachers that can go out and help, you know, people that are pregnant. So I just want to be like the educational hub. You know what I love about you? Okay. I'm going to, I'm just going to be honest. Here's what I love about you. And I think this is why I connected with you pretty immediately when you came into the coaching program as you're very on purpose. Now I have no shame. I have a therapist and I really truly believe like everybody should like to some extent. Right. And especially, huh? I mean, most of us have had a therapist at some point, right? Absolutely. And especially, you know, because I'm a coach and so like, I need to go bring all my fucked upness, not to my, not to my clients. Right. Right. 
and it was funny because her and I were having this conversation yesterday. It was, we were talking about being successful versus being in service and that there is actually a, a really different energy between like success and in service. And I was like, cause she hears me say, I'm like, you know, I want to be successful. I'm driving for this and that. And she's like, wait a minute, Ooh, let's talk. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yes, you can be successful, but that can be very empty. Right. Like how many people do we know that are quote unquote successful, but it's fucking empty. Yes. But then, but then like to be in service, like what a deep sense of purpose you have there. And and that's really what I love about you is like, it doesn't seem, correct me if I'm wrong, but it doesn't seem like what anything you do is just like, fuck it. I'm doing this thing. Like it might start out like initially, like this is a great idea, but it always seems Julie, like you have such a deeper meaning for things. Yeah. So you're right. I am totally like, I will totally be like, that's not, that sounds like a great idea. Let's fucking do it. I'm not afraid to throw things off the wall and see what sticks. Right. Um, but yeah, everything does have a purpose. Uh, it's the purpose is just how can what we do help somebody else? Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. Because right. You're talking about all the people with all the success and all the money. What's that get you? Money's not going to buy you happiness. Right. And as cliche as that sounds, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. But when you can sit and say, man, look, I was, I'm able to give back to this person or how can I help this person? That's what it's all about. And I always tell everybody, I go, here's the, here's the goal. I don't care. Like when I make decisions in in business and when I'm having like my big um, staff meetings, sometimes they look at me like I'm crazy because I'm like, look, I don't care about the money. I care about the people. When we care about the people, the money will come. Right. But you just have to care about the people. So that's, that's my intent. And it's like, what can we do? What can we give? What value can we add to help you? Even on top of everything that everything, everything that else that we like, we could sell you a membership. I'll just use this for an example. We could sell you a membership and be like, yeah, yeah, cool. Here's your membership. But I'll be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to add this on this. I'm going to add that. I'm going to give you this, not for, not for another cost, just because I know it's valuable. I know it's going to help you. And that's all that matters at the end of the day, especially now in in the times we live in now. Right. I mean, and and everything that I do, I, it comes from, because I was in a position for 20 years where I had panic attacks, where I couldn't leave my house. Talk to me about that. Tell me about that. Let me tell you about that. So I would have like literally debilitating panic attacks. Couldn't leave my house. Thought I was dying. I mean, I've made countless phone calls to my mom who lives three hours away, right? Which is always good. Mom, I love you. I'm dying, right? Like the whole thing. My dad was here one time. We were driving down the street. I'm like, dad, I'm pretty sure that I'm like having a heart attack. You need to drive me right to the ER. And and here I am. I walk into an ER, like I'm having a heart attack. Um, I don't mean to laugh, but I'm going to pause you. I just want to tell you this. Yeah. You were me. And I (laughs) I can't tell you how many times that I've called my mother and said, I'm having the big one right fucking now. I love you. This is it. And she would, after a while, my mom would learn to just talk me through them and be like, okay, sit down, take a deep breath. Thank God for moms. Yes. But like, and like, I know I'm saying it with like a little bit of like, it's kind of funny, but it's absolutely fucking not because it, yes. In, yes. the, in the moment, there was nothing like you can't like I I couldn't even I couldn't even drive 
like a block by myself. And I'm like, I can't do it. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's wild. And right, it's fun. like, yeah, you, we can laugh about it now, right? So we've been through it, whatever. Um, but the, the so I did all that for the long time, right? All the things. And then I got, you know, they give you the medication because that's the, you know, you go to the doctor was the first thing they do. They don't give a shit what your lifestyle is. Here, take this pill, exactly. right? And of course it, and when you're in that moment, you're like, give me anything that's going to stop this because I can't, like I can't function. Yeah. Um, so I take the pill and I hate it. And I'm like, oh, this, this doesn't work. So I do all this research, right? And find out that exercise is a, now a proven that it does the exact same thing the medicine does. Oh, I'm like, oh shit. Okay, let me try that. So I start working out and I change my diet. And guess what? I'm off the medicine. And I'm like, oh shit. Well, okay. Well, this can work for me. This can work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Th- that's where my fitness studio came from originally. Like, okay, this worked for me. How can I help? One- if I can help one person, my job's done. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, where, uh, that's where Dynamic Souls was born out of that right there amazing yeah and how did you what where do you think your anxiety came from I don't have any idea no I tried I try to think about it and I I have no idea and at this point at this point I'm like I don't even care where it came from yeah no (laughs) let's not dig that up (laughs) Yeah. Or, or did it, or was I just, uh, and, and I'll say this in a, in a loose term because, you know, I'm not like a super like man-made in the box religious person. Right. But it's like, maybe I was just the chosen one is like, this is what I have to go through so that I can be of service to somebody else. Yeah. So. And I just think it's powerful because, um, a lot of our listeners, experience that I can tell you one of the things that is so prevalent as a first responder okay or anybody who's out there just on the front lines just out there um yeah crippling anxiety but no one talks about it wow Um, I think because it's perceived as dude don't even I think it's perceived as weak is what I think because I my one of some some of my old co-workers I would watch them Jules like, and I'm talking cops that were like, fucking had their shit together, like seen some shit, but like, I, I want to go into a fight with them. In fact, I have, and it, it was great. Like they, they had my back. Like these are good fucking cops and they'd be shaken like this all day long. And, and their anxiety was just through the roof and they'd have to take meds and blah, blah. And like, I, I was, I was walking that walk with them and I'm like, holy fuck. And there's like nothing to help them like the agency, there's no leadership. No one gives a fuck, you know? Um, I developed it really bad. I'll tell you, um, I didn't even know what anxiety was until I turned 20 years old. 20 is when I got into the job, very young, far too young, but that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I started out doing court security. So I would be protecting the judge, which was badass. Like I love that. But right. the, the other part of my job, which wasn't badass, um, and it was very hard for me was, um, I was a transport deputy, but what they would do take, they took this little 20 year old girl who had not been to the Academy. I had no fucking experience. First time I ever shot a gun was to qualify. Okay. So like, I'm just sharing you this, here's the picture, little girl. Mm-hmm. And 
they would send me by myself in a fucking van, okay, in a van with anywhere from five to 10 male prisoners. And I would have to take them from one facility to another. And just so that like people can understand, I would be taking them from a county jail to a prison. Prison, okay? So like their sentences were long and extended. People don't want to go to prison, okay? Right. And and Jules, you're, you seem pretty street smart. Let me just tell you, the, these motherfuckers knew I was a rookie. They oh, knew, of course, they, they can smell. They can smell that. Oh, a mile away, man, and yep. and they would fuck with me so bad. They would try to. They would lean, and they would try to tip the van over. They would try to divert me. Oh, this guy puked, Clifford. You got to pull over. Pull over. He's puking. I'm like, I'm not fucking pulling over. Right. They would try to unlock. Like they were so bad. That is for for me. My anxiety started there. I started when I would be driving Jules, like I wouldn't be able to breathe. And mm -hmm. like, I felt like my throat was closing up and I'm mm -hmm. like, what the fuck? But I was just so entrenched in fear, but I didn't, but I, but like, I didn't want to say anything to anybody because I didn't want them to think I was a bitch. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like weak. I wanted to be able to like, no, like I got this now looking back, I would I am telling you, if my daughter was ever put in that situation, I would own those bosses because how that is so dangerous. They didn't Very even see with a partner. Right. So anyways, for me, um, I can I can pinpoint that was when my anxiety started. But man, anxiety is no joke. It's not. And people just need to talk about it. You know, and that's just was, uh, like. I, I mean, I was that person. I was afraid to talk about it. I didn't. It was embarrassing. Right. I had a. I had a wife, I had two kids and I couldn't, I couldn't walk to the fucking mailbox. Like, are you kidding me? Like that's, you know, I had business. It's just like, so you don't talk about it. You just like, whatever you can do to get through the day. And it's, it's terrible. So I, it's like my mission to make sure that while I'm also serving people, we're talking about it and we're opening that conversation because it's needed. So so needed because guess what if you hurt your ankle and you couldn't walk we can talk about that all day let's go get that fixed that's it's fine but you, you got like a little your something's off in your brain and it's like oh shit you can't you can't talk about that it's ridiculous it's crazy do you now did you ever practice yoga or do you just huh practice yoga <laughs> you <know> <laughs> You know, you know why? Here's why. <laughs> not, not why I don't practice yoga, but here's why. Because I, I know the next question is going to be, well, then why do you have a yoga studio, right? <laughs> yeah. One, two, two things. I know that yoga is good for people with anxiety. Yeah. So good. I do love the meditation. I love that. Yeah. Right? So that I bought the yoga studio to complement my fitness studio before I put them all in one space. Got it. So that's, that's why I did that. Yeah. <laughs> but there are some of like the restorative classes where that gives you that deep stretch where you're like yeah. holding stretches for like, you know, a couple minutes, which if you're working out like the workouts, then that's a great compliment. So that's, yeah. Yeah, that's why <laughs> I don't do fucking yoga. <laughs> so However, here's, here's what I, here's what, uh, here's what some of my staff has told me, um, in my yoga studio, they said, well, here's the thing there's eight limbs of yoga mm -hmm. and the movement is only one of it, but the way you live your life is actually 
yoga. Yoga. And I was like, well, then cool. Makes sense. Like I do fucking yoga, bitches. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. I I love yoga actually. And I will tell you that this last year I've, I've studied it. I've done it. And there's a whole bunch of different kinds of yoga. Like that's the truth too. So it it really depends on like what you're taking. But, um, my therapist is actually a yoga instructor and she's done this, like, she does this like yoga, but it's, um, it's really more along the lines of a meditation. It really, really is. It has changed me this last year. It, it like, cause like you said, like you got to go hang out on a, in a pose for a couple minutes and you're like, fuck. And then the things that come into your brain, Mm-hmm. They say that it's stored trauma and it's all this stuff in your mm-hmm. tissues. I'm like, especially in your hips, right? How many times have you cried oh, yeah. over doing some hip openers or something? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. What yes. was there? Is there anything else that you've done for your um, anxiety other than just work out and get your uh, meal, your food, right? No, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I've been on the medicine. I've done the talk therapy. I've done all that. But let me tell you something. Can we talk talk about that for a second? Yes, let's talk. I don't think that all therapy is that great. No, fuck no. Because I don't think people will go deep enough. No. Because I think everybody's too scared. Well, let's talk about that. So it's funny that that you're bringing this up because you know who I was listening to for the last 24 hours has been Brene Brown. Do you listen to Brene at all? I I do not. I've caught like, 20 minutes of that Netflix thing that she's got, mm-hmm. but okay. no. I... So she really, she talks about, um, vulnerability and the connection to like shame and guilt and that we do not get vulnerable, um, because we are entrenched in shame and guilt mm-hmm. and that, um, but she said that you cannot be courageous without vulnerability. Like you can't, you can't do it. Facts. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I think so too. She talks about how she like even she's interviewed like Navy SEALs and first responders and you know um special special forces and business like you know Fortune 500s and shit and she's like talks about how people will be like yeah Brene we want you to come in and we want you to discuss leadership but can you just that shame and vulnerability shit can you just like we don't want that and she's like but you can't be, you really can't be a leader without vulnerability. No. So let's talk about it because that was kind of like, that was a discussion. Like one thing I love about following your social media is how real you are. And I, I'm going to, I'll out myself right now. I'm not, I'm really going through this. Like I'm going through something. I don't know what it is. I like to call it an up level. That's what I like to call it. I'm going through this like transition, this transformation where I used to, what I used to think authenticity was and being real isn't what I think it is now. And I'm, I, I would never say that I'm fake. I don't show up as fake, but I can say that I'm like really trying to match you on how just honest you are and you're just very very real and I think that that is hard and let me tell you why and then I want to hear everything you have to say but from my experience you know I spent 2022 getting bullied severely severely internet bullied and harassed Mm -hmm. um to the point where 
big brands no longer wanted to work with me because they believed the shit online. You know, I lost a lot of money in my business. I shut down myself mentally. I was done. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm hope you're enjoying it and getting some good stuff, mind shifting things from this. I just wanted to remind you super quick that if we are not hanging out on social media, we should be. You should come hang out with me. Um, I am the Autumn Clifford on Instagram. I'm Autumn Clifford on TikTok. And I have a Facebook group called She's an Asset. Love to have you there. Love to hang out with you and get to know you. Thank you so much for supporting my show. Let's continue. And so then at that point, you sit there and you go, what, what do I do? Like nothing, everything I say gets turned against me, even if it's real. Mm -hmm. And what do people even, it's like, what do people want to hear? But that's the wrong question, but that's where you go. Do you know what I'm saying? You go there because you're like, because you're like, fuck man. Like if, if another 50 people show up and tell me I'm a fraud and I know like now it, it doesn't, it doesn't ding me like it did. I mean, it really hurt me so bad in 2022 because I was like, well, what the fuck here? I am just trying to help women. And like, and like everyone's shitting on me like bad. Mm-hmm. So it's caused me to really take a step back. Um, and I think that's obviously why I'm in this like transformation no phase. Can you talk about like your position and how you're able to just move forward and be like so fiercely honest? All right, let me, um, let me start by asking you a question. Yeah. Right. So you go through all that shit, right? And you have all these people that talk, talk shit about you. Do you want those people on your team? Right. Absolutely. Right. No. So you being you, you being a hundred percent authentic and just going all fucking in on what you believe and who you are is going to weed out the people that you're not going to fucking want around you anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's going to bring you the people that you want, right? If you try to appease everybody, you're going to lose, right? I'd rather have the 50% that like me and the other 50% can go fuck off. Yep. That's the way it is, right? Because why am I going to spend all my time and energy thinking about, oh my God, if I say this, they're not going to talk to me. Oh, if I say this, let me tell you, and I can tell you from this, right? March or January, 2021 is when I bought the fitness studio or I'm sorry, the yoga studio, right? Now, if you know anything about the yoga culture, someone like me, it rubs those people the wrong way. Mm-hmm right? Because how are you so outspoken? And like, listen, I fucking love people, right? And I just want what's best for everybody. But I'm not going to sugarcoat it and be like, oh, well, maybe you should do this. I'm going to be like, if you want to fucking do it, then do it. Mm -hmm. Stop making excuses Mm -hmm. and just do it. And that like, you know, some people look at you and they're just like, what? And I'm like, look, I probably care about you more than you care about yourself. Yes. But sitting here and like, coddling you is not going to fucking help. And I can say that because I've been there, right? I've been the weak person that hasn't been able to do something. And people were like, oh, but it's okay. And oh, it's this. And you know what? It just prolonged my issue. Yeah. Where, and I think I, you talked about it in one of my posts, like it literally took somebody throwing me in an ice cold fucking shower, like wake the fuck up. Mm. Like, yeah, there it is. So that's why 
I just, I just am, this is who I am. Some days I'm softer than others. Right. But that's just it's human nature. Mm-hmm. Right. Like some days we got some shit to say. Some days we're going to be fired up about something. Some days we're going to be crying on the floor. This mm-hmm. is who we are. So yep. Just talk about all of it. Don't try to hide it. The fucking screens. Mm-hmm. The fucking screens. Yep. Right. Yeah. It's just so inspiring because when, you know, just to be honest, and I, this is probably the first, like, here's why I'm so glad we did this is I think this has given me an opportunity to just be, to pull things out of myself that I don't, I don't know as if I have said publicly, but I can say this is I feel like I have spent since last year and my eyes are watering and you got to know girl does, I don't cry. Like my people know that, like, I just don't, I've spent so long last year trying to figure out why everybody hated me that that was how I, like, I just stopped talking and our coaches have been like, what, what, where did you go? And I'm just like, I, but why would I say anything? Every single time I said something, I would lose hundreds of followers and, and listen, I'm, we're not in a followers world, but I'm telling you the truth. And then everybody, everybody it felt like everybody, it wasn't everybody, but it felt like, I mean, it was like 50 fucking people would create these fucking fake accounts. They would create fake accounts about me. They would go and they would like, they would just take a moment and, and like a video that I would make. And then they would be like, look at this. She's a fake. She's a slut. She sleeps with everybody. She, she fucked her lieutenant. I never fucked the lieutenant. Like, I don't even know where they come up with this shit. And I'm like, and they would do these things. But then the thing was, is that it just everybody in everybody in law enforcement just started catching on. And, and it was like, all of a sudden, like actual quote unquote influencers were like, oh yeah, she's a fucking, you know, you know all these things. So it caused me to be like, <laughs> like, no, I'm, I'm good. Like I'm fucking good. I'm good. I'm just not going to say anything. The problem with that is that's not the truth. That that's just me. That was me like hiding, you know? And 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 the reason I'm sharing this story is not a pity me story. I just think that a lot of people can relate to that. Okay. I think a lot of people can relate to that. And um bullying and harassment, that comes. Emotional fucking abuse, man. Like people deal with that. We're all you know, we all deal with it in different arenas. Right. Yeah. But you know what? Those people that are coming at you or me or guy down the street, it's because they're missing something inside of them and they don't know how to find it. Yep. They think bringing somebody else down to their level makes them feel better. Yep. It doesn't. No, no. Cause they, they keep going. <laughs> they just keep going because yeah. Because the truth is, and like the logical side of me knows that, Jules. Like the logical autumn is like, yeah. Like I and I have, I've been like, we, I must pray for them because fuck, you are hurting. Because I just would never listen. Have I been in? I feel like I kind of grew up on the internet. Like I um started doing this whole thing, you know, in my mid twenties. And did I make mistakes? Did I use an us versus them mentality that really truthfully, I, I, I look back and I'm like, 
oh, where were we in life to feel like I needed to do that, right? So have I made mistakes and like, yes. Have I like called somebody out and harassed them, bullied them, created fake profiles, made memes about them? No, and I think that there's a difference. Do, do you know what I'm saying? You know what you're saying, but that's the thing. It's okay to make mistakes. Yes. Right. As long as you're not hurting people, it's fine to make mistakes and, and you should, that's the only way you learn. That's the only way you grow. Right. But you know what it is now? I mean, where should we go with this? <laughs> how, how deep do we want to go with this? Shit? <laughs> I know. I know <laughs> what it is now is look, the more you call people out for their shit, the more someone's clapping for you. Right. Then it's like, it's so dumb. It like, ah, society or social media or whatever you want to call it now is just so dumb. Like to be, to be the one screaming, I'm offended. I'm this is what's going to get you the 15 minutes of fame you're looking for. And it's, and it's a shame because it's, it's fucking backwards. So backwards. That's <laughs> true. true. It's fucked, man. Yeah. You know, you said something that, um, and this was something that I had asked you, but you said something when you were talking about you and your ability to be truly you online. And you said, you know, I go all in on being me. Like, I just go all in on that shit. Let's talk about going all in. All right, let's talk about it. Because I think, like, I'm a huge, I, I love David Goggins. Don't give a fuck. I love him. And he, he, he's like, a, he talks about that shit a lot, right? It talks about like going all in and all of the, th Andy Frisella, Andy talks about that too. Like you got to go all in, blah, blah. What does that mean? I think it means something different for everybody, mm -hmm. right? But like, let's talk about, let's talk about business for a second. Yep. Right. You go, I'm, I am, I am all in on my, on my business, right? Whatever, whatever I have to do, you know, if it's the the grind, as they like to say, even though I fucking hate that, right? You know, if I'm working 24 hours a day, if, you know, I'm the one that's literally, I've literally put my own floors in some of my spaces before, just because I'm like, I'm, things are getting done, whatever it is, I'm all in focused, getting it. Um, if it's my personal life, right? Now, this is where people get afraid because this is where you got feelings, you know, emotions come into play and people are so fucking afraid of those. But like, what we using a, let's, okay, go, go to like a romantic relationship, right? We've all been in relationships. We've all been cheated on before, mm -hmm. right? So let's say you have a new, let's say you met somebody new. Now, are you going to go all in with that person? Or are you going to be reserved because you've been cheated on, you've been hurt? Yep, reserve. You know what? You got to go all in because this person could be different. And as long as you're holding something back, you're never going to fully know mm. if that's going to work. So, you know what I mean? You have to just get, you just have to fucking rip the bandaid off. Yeah, man. And you just have to get deep down and it sucks and it hurts and you don't want to fucking do it. And you're like a little baby, like, I'm not doing this, you know, throwing your tantrums, but you have to. And as soon as you can get to the other side of that, of fucking the whole world opens how do you think that you can get there though because like a lot of people yeah I think and I think we all are I just think we all are I don't really think it's a lot of people I think it's a practice 
to do what you're saying. In my opinion, you got to practice that because like a lot of people get stuck in uh, fear and like not wanting to feel the pain. Yeah, they do because it sucks. Yeah. Do you like do you like it when your feelings get hurt? No, fuck no. Fuck no, I don't like it either. Do you like it when your heart gets broken? No. No. But if you but if you're in a relationship and you're not willing to take that chance, are you ever going to truly have a connection with somebody? Right. And it doesn't even have to be a romantic relationship, right? It could be any relationship. If you're not willing to be, as I like to say, radical fucking honesty. Mm-hmm. You know what's the problem with radical honesty these days? Tell me. Is if you disagree with somebody, fucking you're off the table. See ya. Yeah. Why? We should be able to have conversations whether we agree or disagree, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been there and I've stopped a million times, right? And literally I have done so much personal work in the last four years since I got divorced mm. um, that I'm able to sit here now and say these things, mm. right? And am, do, am I saying that I got it and I'm good and I don't have to keep going? Fuck no, You're right. all, you, it's always, it's always working, you know? And I think, I think that's the key too, because I have a lot of clients who are like, <laughs> it's so funny, like my private clients are like, all right. I've been doing this. I'm fucking, wh- when does it stop? I'm like, no, nah, girlfriend. No, no, no. You're on the motherfucking journey and that's it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, look, I got, I have a coach, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I have a coach that I work with and you know, it's funny just a couple weeks ago, I had all this shit start coming in and I'm like, right. Cause like, I want to keep, I want to keep like leveling up if that's you know if yeah. that's how we're gonna use it right um and I was like man this shit kept this shit's coming up and she's like just just write it all down and I'm like I no I don't I don't like it I don't like what I'm thinking I don't like what I'm feeling I don't want to fucking do this you know and she's like just I I just gotta get you to write it down and I'm like it took a lot of work for me to like sit there and just get it all out and I hated it and I was like I was angry. I was like, I didn't know, like, I was like crazy. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I like messaged her and I was like, Lord, I fucking hate you right now because whatever this is that we're doing got me to this point. But I'll tell you what, since then is like, I feel like a completely different fucking person again. Right. Cause I, I can say that all the time. I feel like a new person. Yeah. And then you work on something else. I feel like a new person. Yeah. Now you so we're always, always. always something. And and I think I love I love that conversation because that's um I go through that a lot too. <laughs> and and it always seems to be the thing that we're resisting the most is where we gotta we gotta go. Mm-hmm. Right? We got we gotta go there. It's like fuck, I don't wanna go there. Just yeah. the, just like the pain you were talking about. And I wanna say this too. I think it's important that we, we have this conversation because I want to be around people like that. I want to be around the person who is like, fuck me, this sucks, but is self-aware enough to know that that's right where they got to look because that person is going to teach me things. That person is doing their work. Mm -hmm. 
And it's the 98% of the population that is not, that chooses to live in zombie land, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I talk about that a lot. Like when you go to the store, like I'm sure you probably go to like Home Depot or Lowe's or a lot because like you guys are like building, were you like building? Uh, yeah, I'm, I love that store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, well, it, just, it, it happened to me. I was in Home Depot and I'm like looking around and everyone, I swear to fuck, was just glazed over. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck is, what is going on? And I'm sitting here like, you know, and, and my husband's like, no, like we just got to get in here and get out. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> like that is the problem. And that is all of us, in my opinion, we're numbing, you know, we're numbing with Netflix. We're numbing with alcohol. We're numbing with sex. We're numbing with cheating on our spouses. We're numbing with the drugs. We're numbing with TikTok, right? Um, that's what I was just going to say. We're numbing with social media and that's, ooh, yep. And then like, that was like where you and I like started kind of going off because then it brings us back to that authenticity, right? Because then we start numbing. And here's the thing with me, like, um, I've always had like self image body issues always. And I'm doing, I'm working with that. Like I'm doing a lot of work with that and and we're getting places, you know, we're getting places. It's a fucking journey. We're getting places, but here, here's the deal. But also, but also good for you for doing it. Yeah. Thanks. Most hard. people wouldn't. Yeah, man. It's yeah. It's hard. Thanks. It's, it's hard, but, uh, you know, I get up, I start doing, um, mirror work. I don't know if you're ever, if like you do any of that, but like I get up in the morning, look myself in the eyes, try not to pick myself apart because we love to do that. We're like, Oh, that fucking for me. I'm like, damn that double chin shit. We're not blonde anymore. Like what's going on with that stomach. But instead of that, because like, wait a minute, why would I want to do that to myself? And we all like, we'll go right on that, like automatic, like self-critiquing, like self-criticizing bullshit, mm-hmm. um, which actually has been like linked to causing diseases in the body. And like, yeah. And so I've been, I've been getting up, looking in the mirror, telling myself, I love myself. Like, hey, I love you, even though you might have a double chin. Like, no, <laughs> no but like, I will say things like, <laughs> you know, whatever. And, uh, it's, it's really been, it's really been, um, truthfully it's, it's hard. It's not easy, but it's been a really nice journey. I'm, I'm happy to be on it. I'm happy to be friending myself, especially with the year that I just had of 2022 and all the bullying where I was just like, man, maybe I am a piece of shit. Like if, if everybody says I'm okay, I'm digressing. Here's what I'm trying to say though, is, uh, on social media. Yes. We, we like to numb. We like to get on, on the scroll, but here, here's the problem with that everybody's fake on there too. hundred percent. And so you, you like, you're like, okay, I'm going to come on here. Show me some, like, what's everybody doing? And then I'm like, six pack abs, big Kim K, butt, six pack abs, Kim K, you know what I mean? Like long blonde hair, beautiful lips. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is wrong with me? Look what? at this car. Look at this vacation. Look at this. Da, 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 da. All the things. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I think it just, I just think it perpetuates that whole shittiness so which brings us back to full circle exercise and workout just like go to just go to julie's fitness studio and just like go do that <laughs> come see me or you know what not too long you'll be able to just go in your own hometown and get it that's yes that's where we're going with this exactly if you know me you know that i dream really fucking big too, big man. enough that anybody who wants to take the journey with me their dreams fit inside mine i'm like that too and that's why i like you i like yeah. you and, and, and here's the deal. Um, I think that the first step to like what you were t- just talking about. Okay. 
as we wind down, I just, I want to just say this, you, you know, you talk about how exercise and nutrition really change your life, uh, as far as the anxiety. And I just think that anybody who might be experiencing these things, you don't want to take that first step. Like you don't want to go for the walks. You don't want to make a daily three mile walk your thing. You don't want to go down and do a 20 minute hit. You don't want to do any of it, no. but you got to do it. You don't have to do it. You don't have to do, you don't have to go from zero to a hundred. No. Right. But you gotta, you gotta put one foot in front of the other. Exactly. Left foot, right foot. Like, Hey, you know what? Pick up, uh, eat, eat a handful of blueberries today instead of that piece of chocolate. Yeah. There you go. That was one tiny change, right? It wasn't any different. You're still eating. You're still getting the sweet, right? Instead of uh, instead of going through the drive-through, park your fucking car and walk into the fucking store. That's it. You know what I mean? But how did, how did you start, Jules? Like, what was your like? What did you do? Like, how did you start exercising? Like, all of that. What? Where was your like? Where was your beginning? My beginning was well. I'm probably not the best one to use because I go all in on shit, right? So like. My, uh, my brother's girlfriend at the time was into bodybuilding mm. and I was like, Hey, can I come to the gym with you? It wasn't something I did. And I tried to fucking train like her the first time. Pretty yeah. sure I ended up puking in the, in the garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> <It's awesome. laughs> <what I> mean. <laughs> so like, don't do that. But here, okay, real quick, let's get real honest, right? I'm in the fitness space. I'm a trainer. I own this business. I own this fitness studio. Guess what? I'm in the worst shape of my life I've ever been in. Mm. 25 pounds heavier than I normally am. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to talk about that in the fitness world. Nope. And I'm like, I'm off my game. I'm off my schedule. I'm off my routine because I'm trying to open this business. And finally, I just said to myself like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, what the f- you got to get yourself back together. Right. Am I going full steam into my workouts and shit again? No. You know what I've been doing? In a 20 minute walk. Nice. That's it. That's all. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I got, I got to walk in. Cool. You know what else I've done? Exactly what I just said before about the blueberries. I've been grabbing some blueberries instead of the fucking chocolate bars, because that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be all in. You can make small changes and work and work your way to it. And work your way to being all in. And, and I would like to just say this all in, like you said, is different for everybody. But if I could leave anybody with a a mindset reset, maybe that all in is going all in on you, right? And loving yourself. Because that's what I love that you just you just demonstrated to us. It's like, yeah, you started fucking getting really pissed off and like criticizing yourself as we all do. Yeah, I've gained weight too. I've gained some fucking weight, man. Like I'm only, but you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do the whole like no carbs do this, do that. And like drop a bunch of weight because autumn knows herself enough to know that I'll just gain that weight right back. And I'm, some people won't, I have, I have family members who are on keto and they're crushing it. They've been crushing it for years. Like they love it and everything is good. I cannot sustain that. I know me, so I'm not going to hate myself. And that's what you just said. Like, you're like, you know what? No. Yeah. I started going down that road, but you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm good with me. So now I'm going to take care of me. And that's what I heard Jules is like, I'm going to take care of myself. And that's really what I want to leave the listeners with is 
How are you taking care of yourself and how are you not? And start there. Yeah, because you know what? If you can't take care of yourself and you're not good for you, you're not going to be good for anybody else. That's it. That's it. You have anything else you want to say? No, we should we should talk more often. It's fun. I know. We'll do another one. This is cool. <laughs> I like I like this style of podcast. We don't really it wasn't really an agenda, and I like chatting. Julie, where can the people find you on social so that um, they can see your inspirational shit? Me? So on Instagram, it's Julie Perrick. Yep. Spell it. I'm going to put it in the, I'm going to have it in the show notes, but will you spell it? Yeah. It's J-U-L-I-E-P-E-R-I-C-H. Nice. And I'm pretty much, I only use Instagram. So that's pretty much the only place you find me. And then we go find Dynamic Souls. At Dynamic Souls Ohio. Okay. And Yoga on High. It's actually Yo High. Yeah, I love that, dude. Y-O-H-I. I love that. All right, I'm going to put that all in the show notes, you guys, so you guys go check Julie out. Julie, is there anything that you would like to leave our listeners with? What's one last thing that you'd like to tell them? Just be yourself. Just be authentically you because that's what people need in the world. So good. All right, you heard it here. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the She's an Asset podcast. If you wouldn't mind, could you please share this out? The only way we grow and I can get this out to as many people as possible is with your help. So we're kind of in this together. And the good thing is, is I know you have my back. So uh, I want to say thank you and ask for you to share the show. And if we're not hanging out in the socials, I hope that you'll come and hang out with me. I'm Autumn Clifford pretty much everywhere. Thank you so much. See you next time.